0: <laughs>
1: Hello guys.
0: Hi everybody. It's late and tired. Late.
1: It's like 11. <gasps> it's 11:11. Make a wish, make a wish. Another spooky podcast gets super famous. Number one podcast of um, 2021. <laughs> I was like, roll that past. <laughs> i know i caught myself that's how tired we are yeah
0: (laughs) you changed it before it changed the clock so that's good (laughs)
1: 2022 bro okay the thing is we're gonna be number one podcast we are how cute i love angel numbers we need to make an episode on angel numbers i think that'll be super (gasps) interesting and i feel like a lot of people would be super interested in that we should Um, because I just happened to look at my phone right now, and it's 11-11, which means... Wow. That's
0: good luck for our episode. We
1: are, yes, good luck. We're on a good path, mm-hmm. and we're are, um What is it? Um, got, like, the universe is guiding us on the right path oh. or whatever. Anyways, it's meant to Thanks be, you and we're Grace. super excited to be here. We are recording pretty late, like we mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. but it's all good because it's pretty spooky to record really late at night
0: yeah um and this case is kind of crazy today we're going to do a true crime case not a paranormal because we've been kind of leaning on the spooky side Mm -hmm. but i think it's it's gonna be be...
1: cool i really want to talk about something before we do that Ooh, I want to welcome over. you guys to another spooky podcast with your favorite <laughs> co-hosts. Cause we always forget to do this for Karina Reyes and Irma
0: Cornejo. Ooh. You know what we Roll forgot last intro. week. <laughs> Oh we forgot um we forgot to say our Instagram, Twitter, and (gasps) contact information.
1: I think that's the first time we ever forgotten to include it.
0: I know. Wow. Because we
1: always mess up. And I remember like every single time we mention it in the episode, (laughs) I mess up. (laughs) But anyways, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of another Spooky Podcast. And I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. We are recording this on a Sunday, which means that we did not upload on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh so my you guys God. are probably going to listen to this on a Monday. Yes. Um, so we're gonna work really hard to get this up as soon as possible. But yeah, um, sorry. This is not an advertisement, but I really want to talk about the Conjuring Two. No spoilers. <gasps> it I saw just it. Came <laughs> out. <gasps> okay, I don't want to see it yet because, like, my friend. Is gonna come over mm-hmm. in this week and we're gonna watch it together because it's super scary like i dead ass like not gonna see it on my own mm-hmm. but i'm really excited and we're not going to talk about spoilers but i really wanted to mention that co- the conjuring 2 <laughs> is out on hbo so if you guys have that hbo premium or whatever the fuck um go watch it i heard it's really good i heard really good reviews
0: oh, i liked it i went to go see it in the movie theater And it was very weird because I haven't been in a movie theater in over a year. Mm -hmm. And I have HBO, but I really wanted to go back to the movie theater. So we finally went and it was really cool. I liked it. It wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. But it did give me nightmares. So... (laughs) but i love scary movies
1: i watch it in my couch because there's no way i'm gonna watch it i loved theater. it okay good i love the conjuring movies mm-hmm. i love all of the like trilogy and everything yeah um, what are what are their names ed and lorraine Hmm. yeah they're freaking so, like they're awesome
0: yeah um, it's can i can i tell you oh no okay once okay, you watch it funny. i'll tell you one part that like made me crack up dude i was like crying at the movie theater
1: <gasps> crying of like laughter? of
0: laughter oh, yeah
1: okay I was <laughs> like girl i don't want to be like crying because of like tears. no it's i been, like, i wasn't scared. really
0: like it wasn't super scary um yeah but oh, what's it called okay. it okay. was really it was really funny there's like a funny scene that made me laugh
1: okay okay i'm excited let's see let's
0: see if you see what's. let's see if you know what scene i'm talking about it's like super cheesy and super funny i'm
1: gonna keep that in mind i'm excited dude i just like i said like i don't have the balls (laughs) to watch it on my own and now that my parents Mm -hmm. are like my family's gonna travel whatever and i'm Mm -hmm. gonna be staying home by myself like i don't want to watch it on my own oh dude that's (laughs) gonna be horrible Your haunted house yeah dude no i'm probably gonna watch it the night before they come back or some shit Mm hmm um yeah because i can't i can't i barely watch scary movies and i have like a scary podcast but like spooky or whatever i get i get so scared really Um, and i get nightmares and my brother he gets Mm -hmm. he's gets more scared than i do so whenever we watch movies together like either one of us like gets (laughs) up and leaves or the other one is like fully invested in their phone and kind of like glimpsey, you know like this yeah or whatever we're little weenies but whatever okay. anyways guys i really wanted to mention that that it's out so go check it out go watch it um it's i heard it's pretty good and hopefully next episode we can kind of talk about it a little bit just because of no spo- you know we don't want to put out spoilers and stuff mm-hmm.
0: but yeah. yeah anyways
1: we're excited for this episode and irma did all of the research because she's so awesome <laughs>
0: Thanks. I just I enjoy research. And this case is really crazy. It, this case combines like two cases in one. Like it's crazy how much of a small world we live in. Mm-hmm. And because this case is really long, we decided to do it in two parts. So today, mm-hmm. today I'm going to do the first part and next week Karina's going to do the second part. So make sure to tune in and pay attention to this episode so you guys know what's going to happen in the next. So today, what what episode is this? 21?
1: <laughs> dude, I think we're past 21, girl. And this is like <laughs> 30, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 50. Welcome to episode 55 <gasps> of another My brother speaking podcast.
1: He was like um also, like I really wanted to mention that Irma and I really want to come out with something new. And even though we this is one of our, you know, our main podcasts or whatever, we kinda of want to do like a side project. Mm. And I know right now you guys are judging and criticizing mm-hmm. us. Like, what the fuck, guys? You guys hey, you together for yeah. <laughs> you guys are literally saying that. You guys couldn't even upload on the day of. <laughs> like, Listen, guys. Okay, don't come me. Yeah. Okay. Ambition. Yeah. We just want to perfect every little thing in our lives. We cannot put in a lot of effort.
0: Y'all didn't have to come for us like that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But, anyways, okay. It's just an idea. So don't even (laughs) relax. (laughs) Once we get our shit together with another spooky podcast, then Mm. I guess we'll
0: start it. (laughs) Gee. What is that? i'm just thinking about it i'm not gonna do it in the tiktok yeah i did it
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah guys and shout out to all of our listeners i know we've been getting a lot of love recently Mm -hmm. so thank you so much we're so excited and um Our listener, Jeff, he has been sending us really awesome recommendations to go visit certain places, which I don't want to spoil it because I am planning on attending this really cool event um, and it's COVID friendly, guys. Don't worry, we're still out here respecting the rules. Um, But what is it? I really want to vlog in and kind of record it, maybe a little sneak peek about it. But anyways, thank Mm. you so much, Jeff, for the recommendation and I'm looking forward to going to this event. It's gonna be and, really awesome.
0: Yeah, and we gotta shout out our music
1: yes creator. Also, yeah. the, um, our new intro. If you guys have not listened to it, then fucking go listen to it because it's awesome. And rewind it's this by episode. Ramon Puentes. And you guys can find his information on our post on Instagram that we're gonna make for this episode. And on our spotify bio and descriptions so we're gonna link all of his information down below um mm-hmm. wherever we post our podcast at the platform and you guys can give it a try and go listen to it it's pretty awesome and we are very thankful each time because it's a fucking banger it's it slaps, a it Slabs. it really
0: does dude low-key it's a lo- low-key about it's a bop. Look bob bro it's not even low-key high-key high key high key low my head like just starts bopping to it when it plays <laughs> when i'm editing i'm like oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> you kind of forget bro <laughs> it's our i'm podcast. like oh. <laughs> oh shit i gotta cut this down to like 30 seconds <laughs> dude honestly when i was like editing i was like <laughs> dang like i really wanted to leave the whole thing on there but I know. obviously like that would be like way too long but um, <laughs> it was cool so you stayed jamming it really well. did, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was awesome. Thank you again, Ramon, for todo. Um, we really appreciate it. Muchas gracias. Mm-hmm. And again, guys, hopefully, you guys enjoy this new episode. So, Irma, go Ooh. ahead and take the lead on this one. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, and by the way, I looked it up. This is episode 26, not <laughs> 21,
1: <laughs> or 55. Dude, I was so close to 30. See. God who is dammit. the most dedicated one here
0: obviously obviously yeah. not me <laughs> <laughs> this is for fun guys this is a hobby <laughs> <I'm
1: just kidding. laughs> this is still my growing passion okay i still have a passion,
0: job <laughs> no, <just kidding.
1: laughs> it's okay because somos dude we have to work Wait, Multitasking, it's a high bro. side hustle fuck bro yeah, over here I hustling know, dude over here like i'm thinking about my job bro and i'm just like oh yeah you know guys i'm leveling up so don't worry i'll get there
0: yeah after my 10 hour shift i'm like i'm this close,
1: I'm this close making though. this podcast
0: a career <laughs> i'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding if anyone from my job is listening i'm lying i love my job
1: guys um and you know what i have some people from my job that listens to my Ooh. podcast <laughs> Oh thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> I Shout know I out portray myself a little bit differently here than I do professionally <laughs> at my job. <laughs>
0: I know I don't talk at my job, but yeah,
1: I'm really I mean you yeah, just said I'm really cool. Like i, don't... <laughs> I mean,
0: oh, whatever.
1: here I'm just like, you know, I'm really talking, not cursing or whatever at job. I'm just like really chill to my own or whatever. Um That's a different side of me, but yeah, guys. Thank, like I said, thank you so much for listening, Mm -hmm. and I'll start. Yeah,
0: okay. So this episode is on the kidnapping of Steven Slayner and Timothy White. So the reason that I decided to go with this case was because it's it hits close to home, Karina. It does. It's in California.
1: Yeah, it is in California. I feel like every little psycho thing happens here in California.
0: Yeah. Basically.
1: And especially up north. Like, what the fuck is going on with y'all?
0: Oh, you're close. This happened in the Central Valley.
1: (gasps) See, I knew it. Mm -hmm. It's just... Okay, look.
0: (laughs) Like, I could talk from experience, okay? I lived in the Central Valley for a little bit. And there isn't much to do you know so
1: maybe that's why they happening <laughs> i don't know people get bored i went to mm-hmm. um i so off topic again guys i'm so sorry but really good conversation uh, i think i went to um uh, Fresno, because i went up to the yosemite national park and i saw a vibe at Fresno, and it was so like i don't know Thank if you. i have listeners from Fresno, but there's not much to do out there. And mm-hmm. um, I just, you know, it's not like a popular place, but a lot of people know about Fresno. And mm-hmm. I went to a Chick-fil-A and they gave me American cheese. And if you guys are familiar with Chick-fil-A, you guys know that they use Swiss cheese or and it's some type of like white cheese. Mm-hmm. And so it was really weird. And I really got like a really bad feeling from the Fresno after that. I was like, uh, yeah. Press was not cutting it for me, and then I remember going to like you know we were just driving around to get to you know our location, and I would just see kids like hanging out by like the freaking freeways and like, like and, like it would be like a mm-hmm. middle of like a field and there would be nothing just like a little circle of kids just like riding their bikes and like doing just chill, like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, the um, press not that way, but you know it's not good. Yeah,
0: but like to be fair guys we grew up in the city um it's very different than the central valley but anyways there is beautiful parts in the central valley like i don't want to take away from that like there is yosemite um for a while i lived in merced shout out to my friends in merced that listen both of you you know who you are shout out to them um But when I lived in Merced, that was like an hour away from Yosemite. It's really close, really close. Um, But anyways, so I picked this topic because it was in California and it happened at Merced. And like I said, I had lived in Merced for a time and this happened back in the 70s. So before starting, I do want to issue a trigger warning as we are going to talk about the kidnapping Rape and Molestation of a Young Boy. Um, please take care of yourself. And if this is hard to listen to, we completely understand. Um, it's a very hard case to talk about. Um, with that being said, I'm not going to go into detail into any of that. But I will I will, briefly talk about it. So please be warned. Trigger warning. Um, today we will be talking about the kidnapping of Steven Slayner and Timothy White as well as briefly talking about the Yosemite serial killer and how he relates to the case. So today we're going to talk about the case that hits close to home. Um, again, like I mentioned previously, it's in California and it happened in the 1970s. So before starting this case, I do want to issue a trigger warning for anyone listening that we will be talking about the kidnapping, great and molestation of two young boys. So please take care of yourself. And if it's hard to listen to, we completely understand. With that being said, I do want to say that I'm not going to go into detail because it's really hard to talk about and it's really hard to listen to. Um, but today we are going to be talking about the kidnapping of Steven Slainer, and next week Karina will go into depth about the kidnapping of Timothy White, as well as briefly talking about the Yosemite serial killer and how he relates to this case. So now let's start off with Steven Slainer. Who he was? He is the victim of this story, and as you guys are gonna come to see, he is a hero. So Stephen Slater was born on April eighteenth, um, nineteen sixty-five in Merced, California. And for my astrology friends out there, like Karina, I looked this up, and he is indeed in Aries. Just in case y'all were wondering, what?
1: What you say? He's
0: in Aries. Is I that
1: how you I do not hear? tolerate any Aries <laughs> <laughs> No, he is a hero, so he's in aries hero oh okay good so i i do not i do not recall an aries
0: <laughs> that was a weenie no he's not a weenie <laughs> good
1: Continue. steven swing is a hero
0: is- <laughs> we love him we stand steven
1: we stand an aries king bro <laughs>
0: yeah oh no where did i start i'm just kidding
1: oh my gosh a big ass fight yeah i know literally i met someone okay I met, i've i been meeting a lot of aries mm-hmm. men recently which is so weird because i've never really <laughs> well because i've never really asked people about their signs until right now i guess it's been like a really popular thing and um super off tangent by the way but i met someone who was an aries man and um i noticed but he was like i'm super like he was like nonchalant about his sign he was like oh yeah. i just know that i'm an aries i don't know anything much of it and i was like okay whatever and then he was talking about you know a little bit about himself or whatever and he was like i'm really impatient and i was like such an aries thing to say <laughs> <laughs> you know that he- screen eh? yeah and then he was talking about like all of his like you know hobbies or so mm-hmm. he he's following me now on this podcast so you know, you listen to this episode, and but anyway, so he was talking about like his passions or whatever, right? And I was like, that is such an Aries thing to say. <laughs> I didn't that. say that now, so he's listening to me. He's sort of like, uh, what a weird, is, is such an Aries thing to say. But anyways, continue, girl. Anyway. <laughs>
0: Um, as I mentioned, um, Stephen was born and raised in Merced, California, and this is where the kidnapping takes place. Um, he was the third child of five children, two parents, Delbert and Kay Slainer. He had three sisters and an older brother named Carrie, who will come in the picture later, so remember that name, Carrie Slainer. Um Anyways, on December 4th, 1972, Stephen, who was seven years old at the time, was on his way home from school. I do want to note that there was different articles, like I read a newspaper that said he was walking to school, but then I saw some that said he was walking from school, so I don't know exactly what the time frame was, but it was in the day. So just keep that in mind, too. So he was basically walking alone. Um, When suddenly a man approached him, who we now know as Erwin Edward Murphy, um, came up to Stephen and handed him a Bible. He then asked Stephen for a donation for the church. But Stephen was seven freaking years old. He didn't have any fucking money. But obviously they had different plans. Um, But when Stephen said, I don't have any money, I'm freaking seven years old. He said, maybe my mom would be willing to donate um to the church and he knew that his mom would probably be willing to donate and Irvin at, asked him oh where do you live um you know i could offer you a ride um to your house and we can get that donation and unfortunately steven said yes but then again he was seven and Irvin's an old man so he's the one at fault um So he offered Stephen a ride so they could go pick up the donation, quote-unquote. And that's when a fucking piece of shit weirdo pulled up in his white Buick. That piece of shit weirdo that was driving was Kenneth Eugene Parnell. I think that's how you pronounce it, Parnell. I don't know. But I'm going to call him Kenneth for now. Um, Before I continue with the abduction of steven i want to briefly talk about these pieces of shit that made up this fucking shitty ass duo that abducted steven and eventually will end up abducting timothy white as well um so how did these two shitty people meet well they both happened to work at yosemite lodge falls also known as The Lodge, that was located at Yosemite National Park. Um, You said you went to Yosemite, right, Wait, The
1: Lodge? Like, is it's like, a, a hotel or what? Yeah. You know it. Is that where you
0: stayed, bitch? <gasps> scary. Yeah.
1: Shut up.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think back in the day, it was, like, a hotel but it also had like individual cabins I think that's how it was is that how it is? oh
1: my god the place where I stayed at was called The Lodge
0: Ooh, scary like,
1: there was like I remember going like because we went with a group of people mm-hmm. um, and I remember like the first thing we were opening like the you know because we're cheese muscle, we're nosy we're looking at all the yeah. stuff, so whatever we saw a Ouija board <gasps> I think I told you, I, like, if you guys go back to, like, one of the earliest episodes where we were talking about the Ouija board episode, and I mentioned, because we do have a Ouija board, uh, a Ouija episode, mm-hmm. so go check it out. Um, <laughs> I was talking about the Ouija board and how I went to a trip mm-hmm. and there was the Ouija board there. Um, anyways, but regardless of all of that, I stayed at this cabin called The Lodge.
0: <gasps> you know what? It might have been associated with the Yosemite serial killer, which you're going to talk about next week. Um so maybe that's why they had the Ouija board, but the Yosemite killer is connected to this case. What? Yeah.
1: Okay, I'm gonna it's have to crazy that into it because I'm okay really interested now. But anyways, go on.
0: I'll send you the info, girl. Crazy. I got you. Be <laughs> when, crazy. you
1: yeah, when you read it. When you read it, you're gonna be like, what the that fuck? I at-
0: <gasps> what a small fucking world, oh. dude. What the hell?
1: Holy Wow! Wow! They and that was scary. Anyways, but go on. <gasps> Thank God I didn't know. Shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay. Anyways, okay. um, if you aren't familiar with this area, there is an entrance, like I said previously, to Yosemite from Merced, which is about a sixty-nine mile drive. That takes about an hour and a half to drive up there. So, Karina, you probably went through Merced to go up to Yosemite from Fresno. Unless there's an entrance from Fresno. Honestly, I don't really know. So, I'm probably just making up shit. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the men met up met at their job at the lodge where they were both janitors. Um, because they worked there, they were also allowed to live there as well. So these disgusting pieces of shit did live at the lodge where Karina stayed at later on. I'm just kidding. Dude, I'm still
1: kind of like, what the heck?
0: So weird. Anyways, it's important to note that the person who wanted to kidnap a kid was Kenneth Farnell, um, the driver, and he recruited Irvin to help him. Um, Irvin is described as being trusting, naive, simple-minded man. And I think he was easy to convince and Kenneth knew this and that's why he recruited him to help him in kidnapping Stephen. Kenneth, the way that he convinced Irvin was basically by telling him like, hey, I just want a boy, a young boy to raise him as my own son so I can re- raise him like a religious type of deal. Which, first of all, that should be like alarms that he's a fucking weirdo, pedophile. Like, who says they want a boy? Like, that's fucking weird.
1: That's fucking weird.
0: Red flag. Yeah. Red flag, red flag. Alarms, sirens, fucking ringing. Fucking weirdo. But, um, yeah, it was really fucked up. And... Honestly, I don't know how Irvin was even convinced by this excuse. I was reading kind of that Irvin might have had a mental disability and that's why he was convinced. But I didn't read that a lot. So I don't know if that's true or not. But low key, I don't think that's really an excuse, you know, like he did pass the bibles out and he did convince stephen to go with him so he had some capacity and he knew what he was doing you know but anyways um now kenneth the fucked up one the the driver of the white buick the one that made up the plan to kidnap stephen um he's piece of work like honestly he is the epitome of shit like he is scum on everyone's shoes like he is so shitty um before he even kidnapped steven he had been previously convicted and he served a sentence for kidnapping and sexually assaulting another boy in the 1950s in bakersfield so this wasn't the first time that he tried to kidnap a boy and sexually assault them um he had done this before he is a pedophile and unfortunately this was his motive and irvin was convinced by this you know um once he finished his time and he served that time for kidnapping and sexually assaulting the boy in Bakersfield, that's when he began working at the lodge and he eventually met Urban. And that's when Kenneth put his plan into motion. Um, on the day of Stephen's kidnapping, Kenneth noticed that Irvin missed the bus down to merced which was the closest town where they could get groceries so if Irvin missed the bus that means he couldn't get groceries um for the week and because he missed the bus kenneth saw this as an opportunity and he came up in his car and he was like hey i'll give you a ride or whatever to merced and you could go get your groceries and when Urban got in the car on their way down on the hour long drive to down to merced that's when he convinced Irvin that he needed to help him kidnap a boy and unfortunately they saw steven and unfortunately steven agreed to get a ride with them um but yeah it's Really fucked up how the universe sometimes brings really bad people together. <sighs> I hate seeing stuff like that. Um but anyways.
1: By the way, can you hear that in the background?
0: No, what is it?
1: Oh never mind. I'm just shuffling.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I heard it a little bit, but then you stopped, so that's why. Okay. I think it's because you hit the arm of the mic.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: That was it. Okay. Anyway, so back to Stephen's kidnapping. So he Stephen, after he was approached by Irvin, he ended up getting into the car because he thought that they were going to take him to his house to ask his mom for the donations for the church. And when they were driving in the car, he noticed that, they missed the road where he was living like where he lived and he was like what the heck like y'all going the fucking wrong way and steven ended up telling them like hey i live that way guys like where are you going you know and i guess kenneth had told him oh don't worry about it we'll call your mom when we get home like when we get to my house and i had read that kenneth had stuff for him like toys and stuff so Stephen was excited when they got to the lodge you know he's like oh we have toys like toys for me toys for my brothers and sisters when I get back but unfortunately he didn't know that he had just been kidnapped you know like he wasn't gonna go home and when they got to the lodge that's when Irvin basically left the guy that convinced him to get in the car. He left. He wasn't involved anymore. He only helped Kenneth get a boy. And once Kenneth got a boy, he kind of was out of the picture. Um, why he didn't tell the cops why he didn't stop it sooner. I don't know. I, I can't speak for him, you know, but once Kenneth had Steven in the lodge, unfortunately that's when things got really dark um Kenneth ended up telling Stephen because Stephen wanted to go home you know after a while he was at the lodge with Kenneth and Kenneth is a fucking weirdo he was like I want to go home you know I want to go see my parents I miss them I want to see my brother and my sisters like I want to go home and Kenneth basically told him like oh, I called your parents. They said you could sleep over. So don't worry. Like, I'll take you home tomorrow. And tomorrow came and Kenneth was like, oh, no, Um, I called them. They said you could stay over again. And then Stephen was like, what the heck? And one day, like after being with Kenneth a couple of days, Kenneth ended up leaving to work and he came back and he told Stephen that he had gone to court and that he had taken custody of him because his parents no longer wanted him so this whole time seven-year-old steven thought that his parents didn't want him and they left him with kenneth but in reality kenneth had abducted him and the day that he went missing his parents were worried like they realized steven never got home from school they realized that he was gone so obviously they were looking for him and you know what the crazy thing is karina This whole, this whole freaking time, Mm -hmm. Kenneth's lodge was a couple feet away from Stephen's grandfather's lodge, so literally his grandfather was a couple feet away, and he didn't know Stephen was in there.
1: Shut the fuck up.
0: Mm -hmm. While they were looking for him,
1: honestly, like this is kind of like similar to one of the past crime mm-hmm. um, cases that we covered i think it was a girl from like australia
0: mm-hmm.
1: when
0: yeah where she was living really close
1: she went with her boyfriend or whatever at the time and then mm-hmm. like i guess yeah she was like a block or some shit like that it's always these type of cases Ooh, yeah. it's so bizarre but i'm assuming it's very um it's very it's something that happens pretty frequently i guess
0: Mm-hmm. and like i think the crazy thing too is that like yosemite yeah it's close to merced but it's still pretty far so no one really suspected that stephen had gotten up to yosemite it's probably like
1: another hour
0: mm-hmm. it's like an hour drive so no one thought that he got there by himself you know like they were probably like what the heck someone kidnapped him i don't know where he's at they're looking for him But little did they know that he was really close to his granddad. And Stephen couldn't say anything because Kenneth had told him, like, you say anything, like, you know, like, they don't want you. Like, why are you going to go say something? Like, they don't want you. Like, I'm your dad now, basically. And that's the fucked up thing. Like, Kenneth ended up telling Stephen, like, I'm your dad now. You're no longer Stephen. We're going to change your name to Dennis Parnell. So... From this point forward, from maybe like a week from his abduction forward, he was no longer known as Steven. He was now known as Dennis Parnell, which is a name given to him by his rapist, you know, by Kenneth, by his abductor. He was like, you are no longer Stephen. Like basically taking everything away from Steven, his family, his liberty, like his freedom And now his name, his identity, you know. So, unfortunately, beginning from the first night that Kenneth had abducted Stephen, that's when he began molesting him. And it eventually led up to Kenneth raping Stephen. And yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really sad. Because he was seven. Seven years old. I know. That's why this case is so hard. Like, you know, a little kid is so vulnerable. And the fact that, like, someone just takes advantage of that. And, like, he was trying to donate to a church, you know. Like, he had no ill intention. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Unfortunately, Stephen was being molested and raped nightly by Kenneth. And Kenneth stole everything from Stephen. Like I said, he was now to refer to Kenneth as dad. So, I saw some interviews with Stephen after, because, spoiler alert, Stephen does escape eventually. Um,
1: You know what? Sorry to cut what? you off. I know about this case.
0: <gasps> Do you? Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but now it's kind of familiar, like, the... Yeah? Uh, the story. Um, and Steven, his name...
0: <gasps> Aryan. Yeah.
1: Okay, anyway. Oh, we love him. He's a hero. He's amazing.
0: He is really strong. He had to grow up really fast, unfortunately. Yeah, but he's really strong. Yeah. And he's a hero. Yeah, and he's... He and, like, this test... The fact that he's a hero in Merced even shows in the community... Because there's a park in Merced that has a statue of Stephen. Um, of oh. statue of Stephen That's and good. Timothy White, which you guys will find more about yeah. in part two when I Karina think. talks about it.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, You know the story. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know Yay. the story now. Okay. Yay, I was Yay like, Karina. Wait,
1: really familiar. And I had...
0: Anyways, um, so as I had mentioned, um, Stephen now known as Dennis, had to refer to Kenneth as dad. And I was watching a whole bunch of interviews with Stephen and like after he had escaped because he escapes. Fortunately, he does alive and save. Um, He talks about his relationship with Kenneth and the fact that he did see Kenneth as a dad because that was the only dad he knew from seven years old and on. Like he was known as Dennis. Like they had taken his identity. They had, Kenneth had told Stephen, your family doesn't want you. Like I'm your only family. So he ingrained that in him. He had manipulated him, you know? And he did see Kenneth as a dad, but in the morning, Kenneth was like a dad, quote unquote. But at night, he was his rapist his predator and it's so sad like it's so sad i can't even imagine how confusing that is to a 7 year old to a young boy like they didn't like he's so innocent you know and to go through all of that at 7 years old is crazy i hate that yeah kenneth is a piece of shit fuck that guy anyways <laughs>
1: um yeah fuck that guy
0: Mm -hmm. so after a few days of kenneth having steven and changing his name to dennis and telling him like i'm you need to refer to me as dad now kenneth realized that steven's grandfather was in the cabin nearby and he was like oh shit like they're gonna find him like my plan is gonna be over like he's gonna get arrested so he kind of freaked out um so he ended up moving him and Steven they ended up moving to um a town more northern up of Merced because he just wanted to get out of there he just wanted to get out of there and the crazy thing is that he ends up holding steven for seven freaking years dude seven years so by the time that steven escapes he is 14 years old yeah and the crazy thing fucking kenneth had some balls like some some levels like that motherfucker he put steven into school he enrolled him into oh school. So Stephen God. was going into school. He would refer to himself as Dennis. Like, no one knew what was going on at home. No one knew that Dennis Parnell was Stephen, the kid that was kidnapped from Merced, because Kenneth ended up dyeing his hair, changing his look, yeah. everything. And no one knew who had abducted Stephen because it, it was a random thing, yeah.
1: you know? Jeez,
0: oh dude so crazy and so yeah kenneth ends up enrolling steven into school and steven is raped and molested all through these seven years until he's 14 and as steven gets older because kenneth is a sick piece of shit and a fucking pedophile Mm -hmm. he is no longer interested in steven Because Steven is getting older. He's becoming a teenager. And that's no longer his interest. Yeah. Which is really disgusting. And he wanted a young boy. So when Steven was too old. He began to ask Steven. Like hey you need to help me get a young boy. So I can raise him. Quote unquote. Again like be a dad. He just wanted a younger boy. Like someone who he was attracted to. Like guess in the sick fucking piece of shit way you know um so he would tell steven like they would go to the mall and stuff and like he would tell steven like oh you need to help me convince a boy to come with us but steven (gasps) knew what was gonna happen he knew more than anyone what was gonna happen like if he helped kenneth get a young boy like kenneth was just gonna start raping that boy and honestly steven he really is a good person like he did not want that to happen to anyone else
1: the thing is like he didn't have to do any of that Mm -hmm. and yet he still decided to do that and went Mm -hmm. obviously all out to make sure timothy was safe in the end of the day yeah so yeah so
0: Kenneth would tell Steven at the mall like hey approach that boy and try to convince him to come with us Mm -hmm. but like little did Kenneth know Steven would go up to them and be like hey have you seen my mom and then the kids would be like what the heck no and like they would leave right and then he would go back to Kenneth and be like oh I couldn't convince them sorry like Steven wasn't even trying you know like he knew what was gonna happen and he didn't want that for them so Kenneth was getting frustrated he was like what the fuck like Why aren't you helping me? You know, like he felt so entitled, so disgusting. And because Stephen couldn't get him a young boy, he ended up having to look for someone who could. And unfortunately, there's sick people in the world besides Irvin who helped Kenneth originally to kidnap Stephen. There's someone else who's really fucked up, who ends up Helping Kenneth eventually kidnap Timothy White. But that's for next week. When Karina will talk about it. (laughs) We will continue this next week. So stay tuned. Part two coming next week.
1: week. I am so excited about this. Obviously not for like, you know. Yeah, it's, really it's dark. a really dark case but I'm excited because I actually did my own research on this thing years ago and I <laughs> ended up looking at some documentary on this Um, what I was read on it mm-hmm. and I we just like I just ended up talking with Irma about this case right now we had a we're gonna obviously we out, paused but, yeah yeah but <laughs> I really she knew she knew it. yeah I know I was like hey, I know this part and that part oh <laughs> I know what happened and I was like in the beginning I was like wait this sounds really familiar yeah you started talking about it. I was like yes I did look into this case mm-hmm. like a long time ago so I yeah I'm a little excited about something
0: Karina that. knew Absolutely. yeah I knew bro <laughs> but, and,
1: and, but what can I say Crime I know
0: cheese, bro. dude but that means that next week when Karina reads the rest of it it's gonna be lit it's gonna be popping
1: yeah I know and, so much about yeah, this case
0: she has experience because she went to the lodge or so. Yeah. She can describe the lodge I in more detail.
1: Because I, I could. Well, I'm not going to swear. But you know what I mean? Like I could. I am sure I stayed at the lodge. Because that's the name of the mm. place I stayed at. Um, but I'm going to make sure it's that one. If not. Yeah. Then I am mistaken. And that's a good thing that I didn't stay there. But Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah, dude. This case is crazy. Yeah, and Kenneth, bro. Fuck, fuck Kenneth.
0: Kenneth. Yeah, fucking little bitch. Sick weirdo. Fucking disgusting oh, fucking,
1: human. Fucking fuck up, bro. scum. Yeah. Honestly,
0: like looking at Kenneth, like pictures of him disgusts me. Like he is so gross in every way. Ugh. Anyways, this story is about Stephen and how strong of a kid he was and how strong of a person he is. And this is about him and his strength and about how his strength got him and Timothy out of a shitty situation with Kenneth. Um, But we are, again, also going to talk about how this is related to the Yosemite killer so karina will talk about yes, it that she one's is... gonna
1: be is, such a twist so but yes yeah. thank you guys for listening to this episode this yes. is part one of a part one. two part um episode we're just gonna cut it in half like we kind of do sometimes with our past episodes so yeah keep um sorry let me do that again um, tune in for our next episode since it is connected Yay. to this one so I highly suggest you guys listen to that one so you guys can kind of understand this one a little bit better mm-hmm. but yeah hopefully you guys enjoyed it thank you Irma so much for doing the research I really appreciate it <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> I like I research <laughs> yeah. so we're a good team over here but yeah guys yes, thank you so teamwork. much and remember to follow us on mm-hmm. Instagram at another spooky podcast podcast on twitter at at a spooky podcast and send us a gmail at a spooky podcast at gmail.com and you can listen to us on spotify google um podcast Podcast. oh you can follow us on tiktok yes and now we are on tiktok so make sure you guys follow us there we're gonna link our info again Uh, we have a link Mm -hmm. tree linked on our bio on our instagram so go check it out we are working super hard to get some cool stuff uploaded for you guys and yeah hopefully you guys have a really great week and hopefully we hear of you guys pretty soon throughout the week then hit us up if you guys have any recommendations remember you guys can always Really hit us up and talk to us. And like I said, thank you, Jeff. Thank you to so many people that have been reaching out, sending us great recommendations. We take it to heart, and I'm really excited to check a lot of these places out. So thank you guys. Thank you.
0: Bye.
1: Bye, guys. Broad bye. the beat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>